Handmaid's Tale, or Handmaid's Fail. In this podcast, we'll discuss the pros and cons of The Handmaid's Tale, and whether or not you should read it. Today, we are going to be reviewing the best-selling novel by Margaret Atwood, The Handmaid's Tale. This is a story set in Gilead, a totalitarian society in what used to be part of the United States. Gilead is ruled by a fundamentalist regime that treats women as property of the state. The regime is faced with environmental disasters and a plummeting birth rate. In a desperate attempt to repopulate the devastated world, the few remaining fertile women are forced into sexual servitude. These women are known as handmaids. And one of these women, Offred, is determined to survive the terrifying world she lives in and to find a purpose to live. Stay tuned to find out whether or not you should read The Handmaid's Tale. Today, you're going to be joined by three hosts. First, my name is Maddie Scott, and I am an environmentalist, and I am an advocate for women's rights. Before I read this book, I knew that I was a TV show. I knew that it had something to do with women's rights and an overprotective government. But after reading it, I realized that it's so much more. Um, I'm Abby Alberts, and I will also be reviewing The Handmaid's Tale. I thought The Handmaid's Tale was a really interesting read. I thought the way that it was written was especially interesting. The main character tells the book from first person, but it's not written chronologically, so it doesn't really explain how they got to where they are. You're sort of just put in the middle of the book, and then the main character will reflect and give information from the past as to why things are the way they are now, and then she'll also continue and explain, like, her current situation and what she does with her current situation. And I thought that was really interesting because it sort of kept you guessing and like it intrigued you and it opened up the opportunity for your own sort of interpretation of different aspects. I also liked how um, it showed government, like the negatives of government over control. I read The Giver and I thought that the books, The Giver and The Handmaid's Tale were very, very similar. So if you've ever read The Giver or any other type of dystopia book or where the government sort of tries to limit or take away the people's choices, then this book I would definitely recommend. Hi, guys. I'm Emily Collins. Um, and I came from an interesting perspective reading this book because I have actually watched the television show. So, with the television show, it's gone beyond the book. So, when I went back and read it, it was interesting to see what they took from it and then how they went off. So, I really enjoyed the book, and I would recommend everyone who watched the show to also read the book. The main setting of the book is in a town or community called Gilead. Um, It is presumed that the government sort of took it over and that is the area that they have the most control over and that is 
where they impose their extreme religion and it's most of the people there aren't really living freely like a day-to-day life their day-to-day life is scheduled and they limit the amount of choices people have specifically the handmaids the handmaids have little to no choice about their day-to-day life it's scheduled exactly to a t on what they're going to do um it also touches on how there are different roles of each women and each person has a different amount of power and how that comes into play the handmaids are sort of the birth moms or they are the only people that can really have kids and they out of everyone I feel they had the smallest amount of choices or their lives were the most restricted by the government um and then there was the commanders and their wives and they were sort of the upper class or they were the ones who were in charge of things and could sort of make rules and it was implied that they were the ones who sort of started Gilead and were very strong supporters of creating this system where handmaids give birth and then the wives and the commanders raise those kids. And then within the community, handmaids were sort of looked over by the aunts and the Marthas and those were It didn't explain exactly how you became like an aunt or a Martha, but it was either you were a previous handmaid or you had already, before the government had taken over, you were sort of already upper class or you were a supporter of Gilead and you sort of got a power position and Both the aunts and the Marthas were not as high up as the wives and the commanders, but they both had much more power than the handmaids and they had more decisions. And their main job was to just make sure things would run smoothly every day. Um, And it also just touches on how everybody sort of has a role in society or how the government thought that if they gave each person a role in society, how it would create the ideal society. But the book explains both the negatives and positives of that. In my opinion, I thought that it showed that there were more negatives to that. And it shows like the problems that then come to after by giving people exact roles and giving people little choice and power. And now for a short intermission. Have you ever wanted a comfortable outfit to do everyday activities in? We have the perfect solution. Introducing the handmade cloak. These kind blood colored cloaks cover your entire body. No need for any other clothes. The color will have you head over heels. Text H-A-N-D M-A-D-E to 1-800-RED-ONLY to receive a free white visor with your purchase. Hurry while supplies last. Again, text H-A-N-D-M-A-D-E to 1-800-RED-ONLY. 
For more of our products, visit redhandmade.com. That is R-E-D-H-A-N-D-M-A-D-E.com. Now, back to the episode. One of the main ideas in the book is love. And what I really like about Handmaid's Tale is that it expands upon love in different perspectives. Um, There is love in the traditional sense between Alfred and her husband Luke, who got married and had a family, and this was before Gilead took over. And Alfred's love for her daughter and her loves for her family is what keeps her going in this new society where she is kind of mentally exhausted but her love for her family pushes her to stay alive in hopes of seeing them one day and also in Alfred's new home she attempts to find love within the commander and Nick and you even though and then you have the cross between her love for her husband and her need to find love in this new society and it's really interesting the internal conflict it creates and how Alfred navigates that. The second theme that we see in the book is survival. And from the intimate first person perspective of Alfred, you're really able to understand and feel the strain it takes for her to survive. And some days she has good days where she is almost comfortable and some days she cannot take it anymore. And I really like that you're along the journey with her. And another interesting part is that there's the secret groups who are going against um, the power. So that's another aspect of survival, which is rebellion and breaking rules and doing what they have to do in order to either survive in the community or go against it. Another theme in the book is freedom. Life before Gilead was as we know it now, with our freedoms, able to choose what we do, who to marry, Um, and then life in Gilead is virtually the opposite. You are put into a role predetermined by the government, and you really do not have a say in it. And if you do go against it, you will most likely be very brutally punished or put to death. And these very strict social structures are what really drains Alfred and at the beginning of the book you kind of see her just accepting these social structures but then as she goes along and she becomes more comfortable with her new environment she's able to push those limits and she works to gaining back her freedom which creates like a protagonist character and another interesting thing throughout the book that Atwood did was that virtually every main character that she introduced us to breaks a rule somehow And I I think that's very interesting because she creates these characters who may be leaders in Gilead. And then by having them break the rules, it makes us, the readers, question whether they are even comfortable with this new society they created. And I think it adds a lot more depth to the characters as well. This feminist story covers many different aspects. First, it follows the story of women in powerless roles. This book demonstrates government control over women's fertility and the impact of such control. 
By following the narrative of women who do not have control of their bodies, The Handmaid's Tale implies that women, in fact, should be in control of their bodies. The realistic dystopian society promotes speaking up against unethical leaders and governments. The ability of readers to relate to the trapped feeling of a handmaid creates a sympathetic relationship that highlights the backward progression of a society without freedom. All in all, we think Handmaid's Tale is a great book, but for mature readers who are really interested in dystopic um, romance thriller novels. It is very well written, and I think the first person perspective is very engaging. Moreover, the fast-paced novel keeps you wanting to read more, and especially if you are going to watch the television show. I think it's very important to understand the roots of it through the novel, so read the book. Mm -hmm.